everybody. It's Dean Notton again. How are you? Hey, uh, I just want to first take a moment and just say a big thank you to everybody. We launched the podcast yesterday and uh, we had an overwhelming response on Facebook and on Instagram of uh, all my friends and family uh, saying they are grateful for it. I even had a few phone calls from people saying, thank you so much. We've been missing your voice. And so uh, thank you for listening. That one's there. Yeah. Thank you for listening, which takes me actually to today's topic. I was reading yesterday in this really interesting book and um, and it talked about how you are how you are raised in a certain tribe or community. Right. And in the old days, right, a thousand years ago, 2000, 10,000, whatever, your tribe, that little group of people, whether you were nomads or farmers or whatever, um, you stayed within that small group of people. And it's only in the last really in the last couple hundred centuries um, where there were huge populations, giant cities where everybody has um, a voice, where everybody has an opinion, where everybody has uh, um and it gets really, really loud. <laughs> There's an old saying about the warrior doesn't battle the, 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 the foe. The warrior battles the noise. And right now, it seems as if our communities and our tribes are clamoring in all of the noise for uh, the ability to be heard. And so today, what I wanted to talk about in regards to the tribe that we have as friends and family, but also in the tribes that you have in your friends and family and so on and so forth, I want to talk about how those tribes work and what those communities or tribes um, share. That's a good way to say it, share. So the first thing I wanted to talk about is the values, the values that we give uh, the people in the tribe, whether we include them or exclude them based on values, uh, what we teach our children, our grandchildren, those values. What are the values that are being taught, whether by example or by word, whether by default or by design? See, today I want to talk a little bit about that default mechanism, right? We do things in a default way. We, whatever's easiest, right? We brush our teeth with the same hand. We put our pants on the same way. We drive the same way to work. Sometimes I don't. I'm, I'm not that guy. But <laughs> some people do. They have this default setting. How many of you have gotten in the car knowing where you're going? Let's say work or to a place you've been to a million times and you or you just moved, right? And you're leaving work and you go into default mode and you drive all the way back to your old house or to your work or whatever. And you wake up, literally wake up when you're there going, oh my gosh, I didn't even pay attention all the way home or all the way there. That is the default. Well, we also do that in life. We do some things in our lives by default, not by design. And so our values are one of those things that sometimes I think, and I could be wrong, but I think that we are passing along to our children, our grandchildren, over to our friends and coworkers that are by default, not by design. And so my question today is really down to what are your values? What are those things that you hold dear? You heard my story a couple days ago. Um, in my mind, my values back then and still are hard work and do your duty, hard work and do your duty. And I still preach that, right? I'm a, I'm a scout leader still to this day. <laughs> it's been a long time, almost 20 years that I've been in Boy Scouts of America. 
and I teach my boys to work hard and do their duty. But I forgot something, that it isn't just doing your duty. It's doing it in a priority. And that's where the maturity comes. The maturity comes not in doing your duty or working hard, because all of us work hard. I don't know anybody that's really technically lazy. I mean, the occasional 12 and 13 year old kid is, you know, it's time to do dishes. I'm not so sure that's lazy or just hoping default is that the parents do the dishes. But the values, the values of working hard and the values of doing your duty in my world and in my culture, my tribe and community are, those are top priority. Well, well, what does that mean? What does that mean? What other values are there out there? What about compassion and empathy and flexibility and, and family? See, back in that day when I had that awakening from the cold date night, it was that my priority of duty was messed up because it was the highest of my values, but it was not prioritized. And so I want to push just a little bit today. Um, for those of you who are new to me, you, I hope this doesn't hurt too bad. And for those of you who know me and <laughs> hopefully love me, is uh, you know that I push. And so I'm going to push a little bit. What is the priority of your values? And even within those values, what are the priorities? Because my duty originally was to be this kind of person and to be a good father and a good husband. That was my duty. And I worked hard and I worked really hard to build a business that my family would be proud of and they would be proud of me. When I was 19 years old, I got a letter from my father on one Christmas day. I still have this letter where he writes, I'm proud of you which was the first time in my recorded history that my father ever wrote that he was proud of me. Well, think about that. Wow. I mean, hopefully you tell your children that you're proud of them. I know I'm proud of each and every one of my boys. I have the coolest boys. For those of you who have met my sons, you know that I'm right. Um, <laughs> no bias. No bias at all. But what did I teach them? What values did I give them? Because now as adults, they get to choose their values. They now say, okay, mom, dad taught me these values. Are these the values I want to live by? And so far, some of them, uh, they have chosen to live by the values that I taught them. Hard work. Um, my oldest two children are probably some of the hardest working men that I know. And now I'm watching my son who is just becoming, uh, he's just turning 21 freakily so in just a couple of months and he is becoming part of that that league of hard-working young men and so I'm very very proud of them right I'm still teaching the 15 year old how to work hard and what that looks like I'm doing these things because those are the values I want to have instilled in them as they go out into the world hoping that the values that I give them will serve them well isn't that what every parent wants is to instill values into their children, into their grandchildren that will serve them well. Well, whatever other values are out there, right? We talked about compassion, empathy. We talked about flexibility and and perseverance. What a great one. Um, I know people who, my goodness, are so much stronger than I am in these other values and in these other characteristics. And so I ask you, are you teaching those around you or accepting those around you um, and their values by default or by design.
Now, the second thing that comes in a tribe in a community, I know that was kind of a heavy one, but the second one is actually the history. Now, we've all seen this. Um, we've all seen this, haven't we? In that uh, there's a great story. I'm trying to remember what book it's in. It's been told and told over and over that um, uh, there was this uh, uh, granddaughter who was cooking a ham and she cut off both ends of the ham, put it in the, in the, in the pan and put it in the oven. And um, she was questioned, you know, why do you do that? Well, my mom did that. And so they went back to the mom and said, well, mom, why'd you do that? And she goes, well, my mother did that. And so then they went to the grandma and said, grandma, why did you do that? And she laughs and she goes, oh, I did that because my pan was so small, it wouldn't fit. Right. What are the history? What are the stories that we're giving those around us and those beyond us? Our children, our grandchildren, what are the stories? I mean, I can I can tell you the stories from my grandparents and I can tell you the stories from my parents and my dad's got the best stories. And for those of you who know my dad, you know that this is so true. He's got the best stories about the crazy world that he came from. And he's passing those on. Well, isn't those, aren't those stories the same as passing on those values? Because don't the stories cement those values? And so I ask you, right? The values, are you doing it by default or by design? The stories, oh, those histories. History and herstories <laughs> I've seen lately, right? Amazing stories from your past. Are they fact or fiction? Are they positive or negative? See, I have heard of the stories, right? The fish was this big, and then the next time it was told, it was two feet bigger, and the next time it was told, it was three feet bigger. Absolutely. But then there's those other stories, those stories that we don't talk about. Those stories of, of tragedy or those stories where the struggle was real. And we don't tell those stories because they hurt. But because we don't tell those stories, because of the absence of those stories, I believe that some of us are getting into these tough obstacles and tough trials and things to overcome. And we don't know how to handle them because we don't have a story to reference to help us through those trials. That's why histories are so great, wonderful books. And I've read all kinds of histories from people like Shaquille O'Neal, which was an amazing book, to all the way, right? Ben Franklin. Of course, you have you know, all the – Socrates and Aristotle and all of those. But what about our, our more local histories? Not necessarily how your town was founded or who was doing that or how it was settled, but your parents, your grandparents – your aunts and uncles, your cousins. What stories of triumph, what stories of victory, what lessons have been learned that they could share if they were willing to open up, if they were willing to share and say, hey, you know what? I just went through a two-year dark period and it was bad and it was rough and I didn't tell anybody. But when they share their story, like a good friend of mine did the other day, he shared his story where... The pictures were of smiles and grins and happiness and joy, but on the inside, he was hurting. But he sought help. He sought guidance. He found values that he could anchor in and histories that helped him pull through and become the person that he is today. So I want to leave with you this thought. 
the values that you are sharing with this world, are they by default or by design? And if you haven't taken that time to really look at your values and say, this is what I truly value, and it's not just in what I say, but it's in what I do. And then second, what stories are you sharing? Are you sharing just the happy ones, like the ones we see on Facebook and Instagram where everyone's beautiful with a great filter? <laughs> well, I'm going to tell you straight up, it, it don't matter what filter you put on this face. It's going to look the same, <laughs> right? But are we sharing the other ones? Now, on social media, it might not be the right place. It might be. Who knows? I don't know. That's your call. But are you sharing with those that you love? Are you sharing with those that you care about? The struggles that are real and the reasons, right? And so I finished with one of my favorite stories. Today, there was a young man who grew up in a really, really bad, bad life. Really bad, where there was drugs and alcohol and abuse and anger and violence uh, everywhere. There wasn't a day that goes by that he was either in a fight or witnessed fighting. I can't even fathom this kind of world. And yet some of you grew up in it as well. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't have those challenges because this boy, when he was 17 years old, decided I'm not going to live this way. I am going to change my history. And I am going to teach different values to the next generation. And so he packed up and left. He left and wouldn't come back. He left until he could have his history and his values so cemented that when he returned, he was the man he wanted to be, not by default, but by design. And then he met a beautiful woman. And because of the values that he had now obtained, and I use that word on purpose, obtained, because of that, she married him, not because of his history, because of his values. And with those values, then he began his family with this beautiful woman. And they ended up having children. And he taught his values by design. He taught them. He taught them about hard work and good ethics and courage. He taught them about doing your duty and about being there for your family and that family is number one. He used to say, you don't, don't always have to like them, but you always have to love them. Isn't that a value? And so this young man who chose his own path, built himself a family, built himself a life, built himself a legacy, a tribe, a community that now looks at him and thinks, oh my gosh, if one day I could be like him, if one day I could have the compassion, the hope, the joy, the perseverance, the strength of this young man who now is not so young. Some of you know who I'm talking about. It's my dad. My dad made a conscious choice on what values he was going to live by. And that day when I had that cold date, I had to change the values that I lived by. See, I listened to some of them and I watched his example of hard work and duty, but I did not listen to the part about family. And where did that get me? 
an opportunity to do a little bit of a reset and a recalibration of my values and of my history. So I know today's a little bit, I don't know what it is. It just is what it is. And so today's podcast is about your tribe and your community and the values therein. What values are you putting out there? And is it by default or design? Hey guys, I hope this hit some of you right home and I hope it was helpful to you. I'm so excited to be sharing some ideas like this with you. I'm reading so many books right now and you guys have inspired me to read even more and to learn more so that I can put it together and bring it to you. So please share this with your friends, tell your friends about it, but most importantly, put it inside. Let it sink deep into you because I'll give all my heart to you if you let me. So I love you guys. You guys are wonderful. If you need me, reach out to me. You know I'm here and I will see you on the next podcast. Thanks. Bye-bye.